Hi, hello, and welcome to the Financial Straight Talk podcast, half of the show. For our radio listeners, thanks for sticking with us today. For our podcast listeners, thanks for downloading or finding us on Facebook, uh, maybe YouTube, wherever you are getting us on demand. We appreciate a few moments of your time as you tune in to us. And this is, of course, the uh, the little bit more laid back style, right, Jim, of the uh, financial straight talk. Not quite as wound up as we uh, sometimes are in the first we ho- half. We hope not. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we hope not. So we try and come at it from a different angle. So yeah, we hope not. And our topics are normally a little bit lighter, right? A little yeah. bit more digestible. I mean, come on, dude. What were we thinking trying to go uh, opening the, the finance weenie realm of 401k fees to me, right? I mean, <laughs> Well, let's get away from that. Let's talk about an anniversary <laughs> of sorts. Uh, back in 1981. For some of our listeners, they might be able to remember this. You're looking at a small portable computer called the IBM 5100. It weighs about 50 pounds. You can plug (laughs) it in anywhere. Capacity? About the same as some large computers a few years ago. The IBM 5100. It's bringing the advantages of the computer to more and more people. Jim, it's been how much 40 it? years. Uh, how, much how much was it? Weigh? How much did it weigh? 51 <laughs> pounds. That's a, that's a small <laughs> computer. Uh, that was the oh. first personal computer from IBM back in 1981. And that was what it was. I mean, they called it a small computer because before that, computers took up entire rooms up at NASA and everything. Now, of course, everyone's got one in their pocket that is exponentially way more powerful than anything from 1981. And it reminds me of growing up when we got our first computers and we had the floppy disks and then we had the CD-ROMs. And, you know, there's a larger point to be made for innovation and um, the way that technology has affected the financial industry. But, Jim, did you guys have a computer in the house uh, when you were growing up? Did you, do you remember getting that or was it just a thing at a library I, that you were able to get to? Nope, nope. Remember it very, very well. The very first computer was Atari attempted. Now, remember, I grew up in the world of Atari 2600, right? Okay, that's, yep. that's kind of was the, the gaming system of my time. And Atari decided that they wanted to get into the computer game. So my mom and dad got me an Atari computer. You know, it was it was the truly the most basic computer you could ever own, right? And, and it lasted for a little while. But my first real computer was a Tandy from oh. Radio Shack. I don't know if you, but uh, we're going old school, right? That. Yeah. And it had this, and, and Michelle found a picture. We need to find it and post it on Facebook. But it was this giant monstrosity of like a box with this like super small little TV window. And it looked like something from a Star Trek set, right? I mean, it was like, <laughs> it was so funny. And it, it was thinking that, I don't know, why were computers like beigey yellow back then? You notice that too? Yeah. But it was, it, it was just insane. And, and, I remember getting it, and we were so excited, dude. And then uh, the internet thing started to kick off a few years later, and I remember getting those AOL CDs, or their AOL yes. floppy disks, and then they became Here's CDs 50 eventually. hours of uh, AOL access, and you yes, go around man. and see if your neighbors had an extra one. <laughs> That's it, man, and I was, and I was Fox Master. <laughs> oh, never. oh, man. It was a great time, and, and, you know, just think about it now. Like, my kids are playing Pokemon Go, you know, when we're out and about and they want to try and catch something. Think of how great those graphics are and, and the power of our cell phones. And you said it, I mean, spot on. The The power of a cell phone is greater than that of the first computer that took the shuttles up into space, right? I mean, it's just, it's crazy 
how technology has just taken over in all aspects. I mean, think about vehicles, Jerry. Just mm-hmm. think about your truck versus your car as just a comparison. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, and I heard so. one of my uh, coworkers the other day talking about something that actually bothered her when she got into her car. It knew it was Sunday morning and she was going to church. So it went ahead and automatically navigated her towards her church on a Sunday morning. And she said, I didn't ask it to do that. It's just figuring this out on its, it's own. Skynet, man. Yeah. It's Skynet. It's alive. It's becoming it's aware. Way, it's crazy. But, you know, I think that's, I mean, just before we started, you were like, hey, my, you know, Mint just sent me an update, right? I mean, yep. these are the things that we deal with now. And, and, you know, we have to tie it into, you know, our industry, right? Because, like, when I used to sit down with somebody, Jerry, and you got to think, this is the late 1990s. This isn't like the 1970s or 80s, right? Not that long ago. And I remember that we would have, like, these, you know, brochures, and these brochures would have, like, little, like, sliding calculators on it, and you'd put somebody's, you you know, the wheel, and you put their date of birth or, or their year that they were born in, and then it would show how much money they had to save to accumulate. And it was like, everything is rudimentary, right? Like, mm-hmm. like there was no calculators. Like, now I can sit down and tell you what your taxes are going to be, Social Security is going to be. You know, it's so funny when I hear somebody say, can you fax me something? I'm like, <laughs> our printer isn't even hooked up to a phone line anymore, right? right? It's like, the world has changed, but you know, with all the craziness, I have to say, say in our industry and for people like you and me and, and I don't mean me as a finance guy I mean me as you know a, a guy that's kind of tied into technology and he likes to do his own investing it is a really cool what is available to us now think about this Jerry I mean you are able to log into an app and buy virtually any stock you want to buy now that's either a really good thing or a really bad thing depending on where you're buying right, it takes some right? uh, takes some accountability and some responsibility and making sure that you're not uh just willy-nilly picking things out yeah i mean because it's just it, it the technology just has given us so much but i think what it's done for us with all this technology is put us in a really dangerous position and the reason for that is is anyone with the cell phone can now come across as a guru and give advice and just because somebody uses the disclaimer i am not a financial advisor and this is not financial advice these are your tiktok advisors yeah, that you're always right. looking at or youtube or i mean you like podcast jerry i was just in a podcast a few days ago and i listened to a finance i don't know where this guy got his financial knowledge from but it must be a, a universe that is unrelated to ours because <laughs> it was everything about it was a horrible piece of advice right and just because you start with a, i'm not a financial advisor and this is not financial advice doesn't mean that it's not going to have impacts on people's lives right because people are going to take that advice so you know technology is a great thing Technology can also create problems, especially for older folks, right? Mm. For the folks that are, you know, 60, 70, 80 years old, it's kind of like they got left at the bus stop, you know, while everyone moved on. Because if you're not doing, you know, emails, if you're, think about this, Jerry, I know clients that do not have emails. And Mm. when I ask them for one, they're like, I'm never going to get one of those. Yeah. I'm like, well, it kind of helps if you. If you have one. Well, and I'll just, let's not, you know, put it all on them. I mean, I don't know how to do the things that an 18-year-old or a 19-year-old knows how to do with Instagram or TikTok or whatever else it is. I mean, they're able to create videos that have all kinds of features in them. And I just never, I have never learned how to do it. Yeah, and, and, and it's right, it's the simple fact that my mom and dad grew up in a time 
All right. So my dad was born in the, ni- the late 1930s. My mom was born in the early 1940s. Okay. They grew up in a time where really getting a TV was a big deal, right? right. I mean, and so we, as in me, you know, in, in my 40s, my late 40s, which is horrible to say out loud, mm-hmm. I grew up in the time that was a little bit of both, right? You know, we didn't have technology in the beginning. But as I became a teenager, it was readily available. And because of that, I'm pretty proficient when it comes to all things technology. Now, Michelle, by contrast, can't like I remember she couldn't program the VCR back in the day. And to this day, she still hands me her phone and goes, I can't figure this stupid thing out. How do we fix it? But think about this. Our kids, Hunter, from the time he was a baby, would sit there and I would use his finger and I would play angry birds with him you sit hunter down on a computer now and it is like we're off at the races man i mean it's just it's amazing how technology has just become such a part of their lives that hunter doesn't even understand like if he needs to know something he doesn't come to me and say hey dad how's it he no he goes to google and he reads wikipedia and he got he like does research jerry back in my day and our listeners especially if you're still on the radio listening back in our day it was the world encyclopedia Encyclopedia, you know, Britannica thing, or and it, it was, was just eight hundred bucks, or it was just the encyclopedia of mom and dad, and everything they spoke. Well, yep, I believe you because you said it, and that's the way that it is. That's pretty much it. So, so technology has really had a huge change, and and I guess what we could do on today's show, because you know, this is like us being us, is maybe and this is Jerry. Just so everybody knows, we don't we don't plan for this stuff. We go, hey, what about we talk about this today, right, right before we start? <laughs> so I thought, what piece of technology and let's try and keep it more on the finance side have you on your journey of becoming debt-free now twice okay so congratulations on that thank you like what technology did you utilize to help you accomplish your financial goals, if you don't mind sharing that with us. Sure. Folks. Well, the Mint app has been very helpful because that helps you track your spending through different categories. It helps aggregate, you know, if you've got a bunch of different credit cards and, a car, you know, a car loan or maybe some other kind of loan, you can put it all in one place and see, all right, here's what I owe. That's the mountain of debt that I need to tackle. And here are the different categories that I'm spending money in. Where can I, you know, trim the fat a little bit on my expenses every month? So that's been very helpful. But another thing, Thing, just being able to look in and see your balance on your bank account at a moment's notice. And I think everybody can relate to that. Just knowing because most people don't carry cash anymore. It's all done through your card. So right. if you're not keeping track of it, I mean, it, very few people actually balance a checkbook and, and use that. There's still some out there. Uh, and God bless you for doing it if that's the way that you like to do it and, and writing it all down. But I think those two things have been very helpful for me. And then, you know, Jim, we've got other things like you're more involved in the crypto world than I am. So you're able to do some buying and selling. Now, you don't do that for your clients, but you do that on a personal level. That's a lightning fast world that you really have to stay on top of as well. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, man. It never stops. Right. And for us, you know, it's. I don't ever utilize my phone for client stuff. I, I you know, I have very separate rules and I only use a, a, my secure computer and all the other stuff. But for my own world, think about this, Jerry. I have, for the crypto space, I have five different places that I buy and sell at. Five different, right? Wow. And so, so my, I've got money a little bit everywhere. And then what I also do is I have TD Ameritrade because that is, that's, that's my go-to, right? I, I love TD Ameritrade. I think it's a really simple platform. So, in my own personal life, I can access Vanguard, Invesco, TD Ameritrade, 
Coinbase, Voyager. I could upload. I could go on and on and on. I could mm-hmm. go through all of these things. And I can, in essence, control every aspect of my financial life from a cell phone. Now, because I do this for a living, this is fairly simple for me, right? You know, Michelle would hate every minute of doing it, but I like having all of this information at my fingertips. And then I took it one step farther. I decided instead of having all those pieces, I did kind of like what you did with Mint, but I consolidated all of my different accounts and I created basically a fake account for no better word on Yahoo. And once I did that, now I have what I call at a glance. So at a glance, I can push a button, I can see my positions, what the numeric value is of every position I own just by clicking a single button. So it's not your real balances and everything like that. You're not logged in for that, but you are able to see where you're, the things that you want to keep an eye on. Correct, because it's hard to go here, go here, go here, go here, go here, go, and it just gets irritating, right? So I created a place where everything can be in one place at one time, and Yahoo Finance seems to, in my opinion, be the best option for that. But the point is, is that all of this from nothing, and I'm sure that there's a lot of kids that do way more than you and I will ever dream of doing on our phones or on our computers, right? We are able to utilize this technology to simplify our lives. Think about this. If you had an old spiral notebook and you came to me and said, Jim, I want to get out that, how much harder would that have been for you? Oh, gosh. It would have been difficult, right? But you get to see every day. It's like losing weight. If you don't get on the scale, it's more difficult to lose weight, right? Now, getting on the scale can be discouraging too, right? But let me tell you something. You've got to get those wins. And that, to me, is the key. When you get on a scale and you see that you lost two pounds, guess what? You're pretty pumped up. Those two pounds add up over time. That's it. But if you get on a scale and you gain two pounds, now it seems like it can put you back, right? But you need to know where you're at if you're going to try and be better at anything, right? Mm. And finances, the tools that are out there are amazing. You know, Mint has always been a favorite. You know, here's one for those engineering types out there that really want to go down a crazy rabbit hole with budgets. It's called YNAB. You need a budget. So if you're one of those people Ah. that really really, really are into budgeting. And uh, Jerry, I think it's fair to say you and I are not the budgeting people (laughs) in the room. I mean, I think that's one of our flaws. That's a chink in our armor, in my opinion, because we don't probably do that. You know, I live in the world of if I keep enough in my bank account, I don't have to budget. I know it sounds really bad, but that's the world I live in. There are people like my buddy Sid, who knows every penny, every month, he knows if anything's off by a nickel, right? He'll tell you it is. And the reason for that is, is he's spreadsheet. That's what he does. He does spreadsheets and does that stuff. But YNAB, you need a budget. It's free. It's an awesome tool. And for those of you that really want to get serious about your finances and really dial in to controlling every dollar, YNAB is a great option to take advantage of. Dave Ramsey has one as well. It's your money something. That's another great one. But YNAB just is a little bit easier, in my opinion, to deal with. But with Mint, YNAB, all the online brokerages that are available, really technology has changed the game completely. Yeah, it's put a, you know, lot, of, on, it's put a lot more power back in the hands of the consumer. But I think yeah. the, uh, the, the point to make here to wrap things up, Jim, is that with all of these different tools, 
it's still you still need a little bit of coaching. You still need a little bit of help to uh, know what to do with those tools in order to construct the right plan and build the right plan uh, that will work for you. So for our listeners, if anybody needs any help, any guidance with those tools, you can reach out to Jim Fox. It's 321-414-7526. That's 321-414-PLAN. And Jim, unfortunately, we're out of time for this week. So for now, that'll be all that we have. Uh, We'll be back at the same time next week. We appreciate our listeners for staying with us. And Jim, I'll give you the last word. Thanks so much, Jerry. Well, guys, like Jerry said, we're here to help you in any way that we can. So if there are questions that you have, don't hesitate. Reach out. Let us know. We're here to help you make the best decisions you can for you and your family. So take us up on the offer. Pick up the phone. Give us a shout, and we'll be glad to help you out. But with all that being said, on behalf of myself and the rock doctor himself, Mr. Jerry Payne, thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Financial Straight Talk. is a registered representative of World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Wadadley Financial Group is not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Wadadley Financial Group is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Fox, NPN Insurance License Number 243-4449.